Welcome to the Let's Talk About Talking podcast with your host, Adrian Fuller, language and communications expert for kids of all ages. On this podcast, we talk about speech, language, and all things happening with your child, giving you specific tactical information you can use to help your kids talk, listen, and thrive in their academic journey. Well, hello. Welcome to the Let's Talk About Talking podcast. I am trying something new. I am recording this for my YouTube channel and reading the audio for the podcast. So that's super exciting and scary for me. So I have a few extra props right now. I have a microphone and I can't find, figure out how to put it in the shot. And I have my special drink. I have iced tea with lemon. If any of, and it's sweet tea. I'm a Southern girl at heart. I grew up in Tennessee and we have to have that homemade sweet tea. Sometimes it just hits the soul just right. The lemon just puts it over the top. Well, I hope you're having a great day. And today I want to talk about some skills that your child needs before talking begins. So if your child's not talking, um, and before I just do that, let me quickly reintroduce myself. My name is Adrienne Fuller. I'm a speech language pathologist, otherwise known as Miss A, the SLP. And my mission is to teach parents, give them skills, give them some tips and tricks that they can use to get their child talking. So um, today I want to talk about a lot of times when a child's not talking, there are a few skills that might not have, may have not yet developed. In mo- in many children who tend to follow the progression of, you know, what we might consider typically developing, because I really don't like to use the word um, normal at all. But these skills kind of all happen at the same time, so much so that you don't know that they've already developed. But it's not until maybe we see that there's an issue that there we we start to say, um, okay, let's look, let's let's delve a little deeper and see if there are some skills that could be missing or not yet developed. And so let's talk about a few of them. And instead of just telling you what's wrong, I'm also gonna give you a few few things you can do to help increase them. So let's just start with a disclaimer. Every child is different, but after doing this for 20 years, these are some things that I found that have worked most of the time. And so, but it's not magic. So I'm going to just start by saying, when you do these things, do them consistently. For years, I have talked about making everyday moments teachable moments. And my other big thing is take five minutes every day or five minutes, five days a week, rather than 30 minutes once a week. You're going to get a lot more bang for your buck. It's kind of just like working out. You know, if you work out for two hours once a month, or 20 minutes every like five times a week, you're gonna see way more results with the, the 20 minutes than with that just one workout. Because what what everyone needs is consistency. So always keep that in mind. And remember, in most cases, if your child's not talking, they're still toddlers. So really their attention span, you're not a bad parent if you only do it for 10 for five or 10 or 15 minutes. 
they're kids. They only have an attention span that long. And so keep that in mind and give yourself a break and let's just try it. Just just put, we're going to just put one foot in front of the other. So here's what I want you to look out for. Let's start, let's take inventory of our skills first, your child's skills. You have to look at this with an open, open set of eyes. And here's the thing. If I ask you, a, like I do this all the time in our clinic, I ask parents like, does your child use words to communicate? And if, if your answer is like, like you're looking up at the ceiling, like, mm, uh, some t- sometimes we, you just don't want to say no. And I understand why you don't want to say no. But how, how for me, the scale is, if it's most, if the answer is like most of the time, yeah, it's a yes. Or all the time, it's a yes. But if you're looking at the ceiling and you're saying, um, we're just going to say no, because we want these skills are skills that your child needs a definite yes on. Okay. So the first thing your child needs before words can develop is called joint attention. Joint attention sounds like a big fancy word sometimes, but it's really joint attention is, does your child look where you look or where you ask them to look? So for instance, if I'm holding my child and I'm going to demo it, I've got my own little child here, my little Snoopy. So if I say, hey, look, look at look at that tree. If your child look, looks where you look, they have joint attention. But if you're, if you're saying, look at the tree and they're still doing this, that's not good joint attention yet. All right. If you're looking at your child, do they look back at you or are they looking down? So it, a child with joint attention that is not good would might maybe look like this. I'll do this for the camera. And I'm going to explain it, but they'll do this. Like you're looking at them. Like if you're sitting across from them, they'll do this. Or they're almost seem like they're in their own world. That's not good attention, joint attention. So what you're going to do is we want to work on that. And how we work on that is we're going to start by doing our best to increase eye contact and attention. And so for this activity, I suggest, hey, you put five minutes on your timer and let's pick an activity that you want to engage with your child. So you can use a doll or a this is a obviously a dog or you can use bubbles or you can use, I have this little thing, this toy here that I love uh, that pops up. You can use a puzzle. You can use books. Okay. But really you want to just start to showing, to show them, Hey, I want you to look where, where, where mommy's looking or where auntie's looking or where grandpa's looking. Okay. And so you're just going to interact with them either side by side or you're going to sit across from them and you're just going to play with the toy. And as you're playing with that toy, you're going to say, you're going to use your words to tell your child what you're doing. And if you see them looking off, you can gently, I like to put like the little blinders on, on the sides. You can put a sticker on your nose. You can call their name and wait, wait, wait. That's that's a whole thing right there, because in this society, what I'm finding is if we ask kids to do something and it's not like right then, it's like, oh, huh, then they say it again. Say it. And wait. OK, so 
it might look like this. So I'm going to take this toy. This is a toy. It looks, it's a pop-up toy. And when you push any of the buttons, the door opens and there's an animal that comes up. So what I always like to do is, and for this activities working on joint attention, you're going to want to put down phones and you're going to turn off television because it's a one-sided activity. And to increase joint attention, you need a two-sided activity, okay? And so it, what you're going to do is, I always like to just tell the child like, oh, look, I have a zoo. And then I like to kind of talk about it a little bit. One, two, three, four, five. So I counted all the doors on the top. They are also different colors on the top. And so you can say what color they are. Oh, look, there's, an, there's a blue door. There's a red door. Here's a green door, an orange door, and a pink door. Which one should I open? And then I would just open it. And then you're going to you're going to put a little bit of different expression in your face. It's a giraffe. And you can take turns or you can do it again. It's an elephant. It's a panda. Lion. Monkey. And then close it. Let's say goodbye. Goodbye, giraffe. Sometimes goodbye. Goodbye, panda. Goodbye, lion. Goodbye, monkey. And that is how you work on joint attention. That's a big one, you guys. And I'm going to just say this. If you notice that your child is not doing that, to me, that right there is a is a pass to see your local speech language pathologist, talk to your pediatrician, go to your early intervention um, organization, wherever that is in your, where you are, um, or go to a private clinic like we have and, and sign up for services. I think that's a huge um, skill that your child needs. So consider that, okay? All right. The next thing that your child needs before, before talking develops is participation and increased attention. So if you have that child who really likes to just do their own thing, they don't really like to engage with other people, they don't like, and they have a very short attention span, a child should be able to attend to a task at two years old for about two to three minutes. If it's any less, the goal is more than that. But if it's less than their age, you're going to want, that's another, like, you're going to want to talk to someone, I think. You're going to want to work on the skill and or start the process, in my opinion, okay? And so some, and there are some parents out there that are like, I'm just not ready to talk to my doctor about it. If not, hey, do a few of these things for about 30 days a month. And if you're not seeing really a lot of like movement in the area, that's your that's your like flag to go. OK, so in order to increase participation in activities, again, turn off the turn off the phones and the television only because. 
Well, we know why. I don't know if I even need to say it because I, we do have some parents and I know you're thinking you're like, oh, they're watching TV or they're learning educational skills. And yeah, they, they can be, but again, that's one-sided. Even if whoever you're watching is stopping for your child to answer, I think sometimes because it's on a repeating or they watch it for kind of maybe a long time, it becomes background noise almost instead of an active activity. And what we need, if your child's not talking, we want to make sure they're being involved in active activities. So same thing, let's try, you can try five minutes, 10 minutes, but you're going to want to set a timer because my thing is sometimes we have to teach our kids and to increase, and, and we've got to work on like, it's like building a muscle. So we have to build that skill. So even if like, if they only will sit with you a minute, we set a timer for a minute, 30 seconds. And that's how long we're going to sit. Um, and I'm not saying coerce. I'm not saying strat. I'm saying there's a way like, so <laughs> this newbie is coming in handy today. But if your child is a one that always likes to like, run around and roam, what you're going to do is sit and you're going to put your arm around them and hold them like this and say, oh, we're going to wait for the timer. When the timer is all done, then we go. All right. And so you're going to have them there and say, oh, I'm going to put the bubble wand in the bubbles and I'm going to blow in one, two, three. And then oftentimes I like to catch it and then you can have them pop it like that. Or you can say pop, pop, pop. That's a great activity. Man, bubbles to me, bubbles, balloons, any of that is, those are awesome. See, pop, pop. All right. So that is another skill. So a skill, the skills so far that we've talked about, joint attention and participation and increasing their attention. The next thing the third thing your child is going to need is taking turns. Yeah. And so, again, taking turns is a skill that can be taught. And so I'm going to pull back up my, my toy with the animals, the pop-up toy. And so labeling it with your words is a great way to... See, these skills are kind of like they will build on top of each other because, hey, if they have joint attention, then, te then taking teaching taking turns is going to be, um, it's going to flow with it in theory. <laughs> I know toddlers are their own thing. And so let me tell you, the first time you might try this, it's, it could be a total disaster. If it's a total disaster, you know what you're going to do? We're going to pack it up. Don't get upset. You're going to try it again in 20 minutes, or you're going to try it again the next day. And let me tell you, if they would just, if they're, if your child was at the point where they could just sit down and do it, then you wouldn't be concerned. So if there is an issue, work through the issue, but don't just say, oh man, that means I'm not creative or I'm not a good parent, or I can't get silly with my kid. It's okay. You try it again. Okay. All right. So what you're going to do is you're going to, um, I always like to label it my turn. 
Or you could say mommy's turn or grandpa's turn, mommy's turn, daddy's turn. <gasps> the giraffe. Okay, your turn. And then you'll let them pick one. And then if, if they're that child that I said, like, you know, some kids are like, ah! then just say, oh, okay, your turn. Thank you. My turn. And like I said, you're teaching a skill. So if you're teaching a skill, give everyone time to learn the skill. Remember when you're, if you've ever been at a new job or you've been in, trying to learn something new, it's very frustrating when the person who already knows it gets a little impatient but you're just learning it. So you have to do that with your, your child and their children. So give them a break, give them time to, to learn the skill. But remember to learn that skill, you're going to need to be consistent. So this week, I want you to try to work on these skills, join attention, participation and increasing attention and taking turns five minutes a day, five to 15 minutes a day for at least five days. If you do it multiple times a day, I mean, that would be amazing. I'm finding with our busy schedules, it's very difficult sometimes to do that. But like if you're waiting on an appointment or you're waiting in the car line and your little one is in the back, Jump in the back. I, You know when you wait in car line because it hasn't started moving yet? Sometimes that's five minutes. Do it then. Like, Or if you're waiting for your food at Chick-fil-A or the restaurant, do it then. Like, Take these everyday moments and make them really work for you. And there's nothing wrong with doing it, you know, before everyone goes to school or before you go to bed, like there's no rhyme or reason, but we want to give it, get as many of these five minute chunks as we can. So we're going to try that this week and I don't want you to give up. And that's all I have for today. I think we're going to talk about this next time though, because I have a few more that I want to talk about, but until then work on that joint attention, participation, and taking turns. Parent, caregiver, foster parent, aunt, uncle, friend, you will be so glad you did. I want to say thanks for joining me today and have a great one. Bye. You've been listening to the Let's Talk About Talking podcast with your host, Adrian Fuller, language and communications expert for kids of all ages. You can grab Adrian's book, 30 Days to Get Your Toddler Talking, on Amazon or at speechbuilders.org.